gonna bring it back that's our new intro ladies and gentlemen <laughs> nah we have to pay that dude <laughs> well what's up everybody this is um chatty patty from the black ramen podcast again chatty patty aka madam straw hat aka i am the bust the call aka i am the celestial freaking dragon and i have with me as usual Hello, hello. This is Sleepy Bree, guys, and I'm living up to my name tonight. Ooh. Welcome to another bedtime <laughs> recording of Black Ramen. Light the candles, bitches. Right? Light the candles. Start the ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up, people? This is Sexual Chocolate, even though it does say Sleepy Bree, because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're all little Sleepy Bree on the side. Everybody, Sleepy Bree. Everybody, Sleepy Bree. Um, so if you guys haven't noticed, we are recording tonight on this lovely Wednesday. This probably won't be up until Saturday. I don't know, depending on how I feel. But um, what's so crazy is that these two thought we were going to go live, and I was like, "Psych, bitches, we are re- we are recording, no live. Let's go." And, and now- I would probably gotten dressed if I knew it was a recording. Oh, come on, oh, pink pajamas. Look on pink look good on you. Come on, Sakura. You can keep the camera above a certain level because I'm dressed for bed. We won't worry about that. Enjoy this on YouTube. It's fine. It's fine. There's many Sakura defenders, sure, but you know, it's kind of a ruined name at this point. I don't mind it. It's still cute. And Mm. I think of Sakura as what her potential could have been. I see. Here we go. We're not. We're not. Because we could be all day on that one. And I don't feel like defending no bitch. Um, So listen. (laughs) So listen, ladies and gentlemen. um, Right now, if you haven't noticed, Anime NYC posted. (laughs) 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 We wanted to talk about it too. (laughs) Right into it. So Anime NYC definitely announced that they're going to be releasing tickets April 19th. But that's not even what's getting everybody upset. Yes, everybody's upset, especially New Yorkers. The reason we're all upset and up and up in an uh, uproar about this bullshit is because they brought up the prices no, no. tremendously. No, hold on, hold on. They did not bring up the prices, not exactly. They added a new tier. That is ridiculously expensive. It's what can we can we just go over what all the prices are right now? Okay, so after so taxes, if you taxes. want just a Friday ticket, that'll cost you $85. If you want just a this Saturday ticket, taxes? this is after taxes and mailings okay. and full fees included. I appreciate that they do tell you how much it is, like with all the fees. I so restaurants take notes, uh, always do that. Do the math right? for me. I'll give you the highest tip every time. So yeah, the <laughs> amount gets taken from your card. If you want just a Saturday pass, $91. If you want just a Sunday. Sunday pass, $89. If you want the full weekend, $157.56 mm-hmm. after taxes and all that. But, ho, 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 it used to be the three-day pass was the top. But, Patty, why don't you announce Anime NYC Plus, similar to Disney Plus and, uh, like, YouTube Plus. <laughs> I feel like adding Plus is just the way to slap a few people in the face. It doesn't do much, but, look, it's Plus. Mm, exclusive. Mm-hmm. exclusive. Excelsior. Yeah. So, Your. Hold up. Pat, do you want to announce the finalized cost of the new price tier? Go ahead. I'm going to do the drums. Okay. Okay. I'll let you. If you want an Anime NYC Plus <laughs> ticket, it will cost you $475.82. Let me repeat. $475.82. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> that yeah, is that is more cost. 
<laughs> then an individual Friday, Saturday, and Sunday pass combined. That is almost three times more than a full three-day weekend pass. Let me tell you something. With that price, Oda better give me the next 10 chapters that's not released. 10 mm. chapters? I next need to see his next project. That is. <laughs> completion. There it is. There it is. I need him to treat me like that sick kid in the hospital where he told him, where's the one, what's the one piece? Exactly. I said, with that price? Now, here's the crazy thing. Everybody on TikTok and on basically Twitter, social, everybody's going in an uproar because it came out of nowhere, these pricing. The, 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 uh, the listen, it's New York. I was expecting this to be honest with you because when they did it last year, well, let's start from the beginning. When we first started going to cons, especially Anime NYC, we started going, I think, 2018. I started going 2018. The tickets were $75. $75, a little sprinkle, sprinkle of tax, probably 80 something. This is for a three pass. This is for a three, three, um, all weekend pass. Right. And now what was it after COVID they decided to bring up the price, which I wasn't mad because they claimed that they brought up the price for the cleanup, the COVID crew. Right. Which yeah. I'm not mad the at. COVID crew, they were letting less people in. So, you know, they got to recuperate costs. Yeah, Fair. security. Kind of. More and more staff. And not to mention the fact that they said they had more places for coat check. Mm -hmm. Which which was a, which was beautiful, by the way. Even well, I kind of did feel that last year. It was, it was 22, it was decent. It wasn't too crowded. Things I moved like pretty that. quickly. The lines were right. not insane. No. Um, it was a lot more organized. Not to mention, it's always a plus when a convention center lets you pick up your tickets a day early and show your COVID card so so your vaccination card which is which is great so i was expecting it to be the same price but now this year everybody's upset there was this one girl who even posted i'll see y'all at the after party i was like <laughs> i don't blame you now with all this going on what i want to ask you guys is what do you think is going to happen to the anime community especially people who are traveling to anime nyc because think about it before you answer think about it if you're not in New York, flight tickets, hotel room, and to, and and the and the um convention tickets. Not to and not to mention food. Mm -hmm. Gotta and, eat. And depending on where your hotel is, Uber. Now, when you figure when you um equal put all that together, what do you think that's going to happen to the anime community that is? Not in New York. That's coming to these um conventions. Yo, they ain't gonna pull up. Like, <laughs> like eventually, it's gonna price you out. Like, budgets are kind of you know static. Like, if I have a grand to spend on a weekend, that's what I got. If you're gonna be fifteen hundred dollars for me to you know go, no. Now, I I do want to give Anime NYC the credit that you don't have to buy this ticket to have a three day pass. Like, there is the you know, regular three day pass for what was it like a buck fifty, buck seventy five. Yeah, so after tax, the official price is one hundred twenty nine dollars. After taxes, mailing, and fees, it's one hundred fifty seven. Okay, um, so so that's you, the full three day so pass, which I, that's about what it is. I think for been. right now, most people will probably just go with that. I don't see enough people because I'm looking at like what you get with this uh, plus pass, and I don't. That's what you get, a fucking t-shirt and a yeah, pin. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, let me no, read off the things. full list of what they get. So with this 450 and change dollar pass, 
you get an Anime NYC Plus, I'm reading this from the website, only lounge that includes seating, water, a private bathroom, and complimentary coat check. I'm going to come back to this one because that one worries me. Uh, you get expedited entrance into the Javits Center. You Fair. get first access to the show floor all three days. You get to reserve a seat for one main stage panel of your choice, not including paid special events within the front row. Um, you do get the front row. You get early access to purchase select special event tickets. So that could be things like um, when the Attack on Titan creator was there last year. That mm -hmm. might get some early access, possibly. Mm -hmm. Actually, to buy the ticket. That's it. To buy the ticket. That's not a guarantee. I'm not sure how that would work because, like I said, maybe it's to some of the screenings you had to buy tickets for. But it gives you early access to buy the tickets. You get an official 2023 pin and lanyard. And you get 10% off merchandise at our official show store booth. The 10% could be good, but to make up for the I cost of the ticket, you, you have to buy a Brick. lot. I yeah. don't think I've ever seen their official merch booth. No, I've life. seen it. It's normally pretty crowded. I think a lot of people do do it because, like Patty mentioned, a lot of times people come to New York, like the big New York City from all over the country, and that's a really good souvenir to get it like uh, from this con. So they for get us who are relatively, yeah, for us who are relatively close to New York, it's not a big deal to go for the Java Center. But some people might have never left their state in their lives. Some people might have been saving up for this all year. Some people might have had like their dream to go to Anime NYC because it's this massive nerd convention that they could have never gone to. Because I think Boston has massive ones. Uh, Texas has massive ones. That sounds dirty. Has big conventions. <laughs> uh, New York has big conventions. So these major locations. Oh, and L.A., uh, but if you don't live in one of the states with those like huge events, you can only go to small local cons, which are hey, fun. Yo, don't but sleep on those, y'all. So, they those they can be small. good, <laughs> but there's something there. about just seeing the massive crowds flooding the streets yeah. all in cosplay that make Anime NYC really special. But so I can see people appreciating the discount at the official store. Okay. No, but here's the issue. All of those cons that you mentioned, none of them are pricing like this. Except for yep. Comic-Con. <laughs> Except for Comic-Con. I mean, even Comic DreamCon. I mean, I mean, even DreamCon. DreamCon, look at that. Even DreamCon doesn't have tickets for those prices. So it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense for, for them to just up the price. Like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to be totally honest with you. And I hope Anime NYC isn't checking for this. If we don't get press passes for this one this year, I'm not going. I'm definitely not going because here's, here's, here's me, my, my personal opinion. All the shows that I ended up wanting to see, the panels I wanted to see, were bumped up in the attic upstairs. Mm -hmm. And there were mostly POC panels that were pushed up upstairs. And that concerns me a lot, knowing how much we make that community, that the community is mostly made up of POCs. You mean to tell me even Frankie was on the upstairs panel where we were, where we did our panel. And I'm just thinking like, okay, so the other panels, not saying that they weren't worthy of going, but why would you put the people who are content creators, people who thrive and making money, or not even making money, but are contrib contributing to, this, to the culture to have them in those spaces? 
in those rooms to just have them upstairs it just says a lot about anime nyc that i'm not it's not worth my money but it is worth i wouldn't go that far i wouldn't go that far yet because there are a few things you said that i do want to bring up the idea of so anime nyc it does make sense they're pricing up because right now we're in a massive period of inflation just period uh paper costs more no no you can't just roll your eyes because these things did get more expensive they got more like expensive they but not tripled the amount mm, not worth yeah, that's the issue how much has the regular badge increased from last year because i'm pretty double. sure the three-day weekend was already 129 no that's what I'm no. like like that hasn't nah, that changed. was that was kind of pricey even last year it yeah. was i was gonna say that so i i'm just looked up a random article to sign to get some stats for the biggest anime conventions in the u.s uh as of 2020 so i have to find some updated stats anime nyc was only number 10 on the list you had other things like yomacon that was bigger uh otakon sakuracon anime boston is bigger Anime Central and Anime uh, or Expo in Los Angeles is the biggest in the U.S. And their prices are relatively cheaper than Anime NYC. So and they probably you can't put more that purely up to geography. On your panels in these Not necessarily. I don't know. I can't say that for sure. But uh, okay, so yeah, at on. least location-wise, if the price increase year to year, we're in a terrible period for inflation right now all across. But the idea of the panels... I do think that was a little bit messed up of Anime oh. NYC last year. Because what oh. they did is they had, before, as of 2021, they had a bunch of different rooms and various panels would be in different rooms all over. But as of 2022, they decided we want to increase industry panels. So there's industry panels, then there's fan panels. So fan slash content creator panels. Industry panels is literally the industry, the animation studios, possibly uh, the publishing houses. They only uh, have two studios. Voice actors, hold on, hold on, Bray, Bray, I looked up my cost for my three day pass two years ago, so twenty twenty one. Yeah. Right. It was eighty seven dollars, so it's gone up fifty percent over two years. <laughs> and that's just that. <laughs> you got the three day pass, and that I had cost... a three day pass. It was eighty. And that's after taxes. That was after taxes. I'm looking. It was at eighty seven okay, dollars. The price <laughs> doubled. <laughs> so it went up fifty percent for just the standard three day pass. Uh, yeah, and that's not just inflation. That is now that is over wild. two years, but that's still twenty five percent up every yeah. every year. That's wild. Yeah, that's a huge increase. Yeah. It's the price the, gouging that we're seeing and everything else. But for the panels, so I was mentioning, yeah, they decided they wanted industry panels downstairs. They no longer had private rooms. In fact, all they had was one stage for everyone else. Everyone, anything they wanted to do, any kind of game, any kind of event, any kind of talk, was on this one stage upstairs, not even a private room, just a stage set up and like a large open floor for people to wander around. So it was fun, but it did feel, it didn't have that like close panel feel from previous years. Not only like that, before, the mics were all in a room, you can tell everyone in that room specifically came, specifically took seats and is specifically listening in because they wanted to attend. This is more just a, like if you're walking down the street and seeing a street performer. That's how it became it's for the fans. Especially when the the speakers weren't really that great. So, I would understand if the speakers were phenomenal. In, yeah. were phenomenal and then we were able to pull in more people in. I yeah. love the open space, but with the speaks being with the speakers being the way they were, 
Not to mention, we also had a troll that got up on the uh, got up on the panel. If it was a closed space, I don't think that would have happened. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have had that momentum. Right. So it's not worth it. It's no. I wouldn't say that yet because it is still so wonderful to attend these things. They are raising the prices, and that's a huge problem. But I'm not quite ready to completely cut it yet. But what would change my mind? I mentioned this. I'm really worried about that private lounge uh, and this new price tier because what that means for me is one. I think part of them raising prices is to intentionally limit attendees. Because they, um, they had that. to limit attendees but they could already before. do that by simply not selling as many tickets, which is what they did last right? year. Yeah. Like, this is easy yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, this is an evil way to do it. Yeah. But so, but with this price here, I feel like it would make it worse. Because if they say we're going to sell 100 tickets, now they might say, well, 20 of those tickets, they're going to be the plus. So there's now only going to be 80 tickets available at a normal level. So mm-hmm. I'm worried they're going to decrease the amount of available three-day passes and single-day passes because they're giving some allotments to this plus. And I'm worried because where the hell is this private lounge and bathroom? You I don't know, know where it will be, but if it's at the Javits Center, I'm worried it's going to be in this upstairs area. If you haven't been to the Javits Center, there's a few different floors. I can't even count them. But on the topmost floor, there's this <laughs> entire wall of glass. And Anime NYC 2022 was so cool because the lighting was perfect for cosplay photo shoots up there. There wasn't too much traffic. There were tons of tables. People can sit, chill, rest their feet, eat some food. And in some open space, cosplayers were doing their thing with excellent lighting, throwing down. And I think that might be the area they might rope off. Nah, you know what? I'm worried about them making a previous public area now private, especially the bathroom situations. If that was previously a bathroom and they're cutting that off, I I don't like that. I think the private area is going to be where we got our press passes the first time. Mm. That area where those rooms were, where you could actually... There's a bathroom back there. Yeah, because if it's a staff section that didn't have huge... Mm -hmm. uh, If it's a staff section, that's a ripoff for the people who spent over $400 on the ticket. Because those are just Mm -hmm. like tiny, enclosed, dark rooms. That's not a lounge. I mean, That is a little black corner you can sit down in. That is... Kind of the definition of a lounge, <laughs> a lounge is just like a when room. I lounge, to the I side. Think something nice. That's why I feel like they would take the nicest yeah. place, which was that sunny expanse, and rope nah, a part of it that's off. Too massive a space. Not all of it. Like maybe rope off half of it and mm. say, "Hey, this is VIP only. Go sit over there with the poor folk." So I hate that oh. because that's again taking an amazing public area and shutting it down for only those who can afford it. So I'm paying. Or for on the other hand, if it is saying? those like back yeah, areas, like you guys for- thought, that's a ripoff for the bad guys. Nah, so I mean, honestly, it would say, what does this lounge quote unquote <laughs> look like? If it's a tiny room in the back, that <laughs> is terrible and not worth four hundred seventy-five dollars and fifty-six cents. If you are into panels and shows on like on the main stage. There is that one that gives you the ability to reserve a seat. If that was the ability to reserve a seat for like five, if not all the shows, I'd be like, yo, this ticket's worth it. Everyone needs yeah, to stop. Most definitely. But one? No. No, it's not worth wow. it. <laughs> it's not one main stage. Main stage. No, but that's show. what I'm saying. But, if it yeah. was every single one or like four to five of them, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's fair because it's a right. front row ticket that you've reserved. All right, you bought some VIP tickets. Makes all the sense in the world. You get to go to the uh, artist alley a little earlier. That that's fine. Makes all the sense. 
But Listen. one main, st- it just feels like they trimmed it down to a level where I'm like, I, I, I could never justify it. it. It's <laughs> not worth the price unless somebody. This is what I need. I need Mappa. I need every single member, 324 people that's in Mapper staff. I want a picture. I want a group picture like we in school. Yeah. And you affordable. I want want you affordable there. You want them out of jail? How? He's not in jail. That nigga out. (laughs) The money they made over that psych movie for the trailer, he's out. He's out. He paid his books. He paid paid his... uh, um, He paid somebody. He pays somebody. He out. He out. But but for that, it makes sense. If you get special access, like meet and greet for every guest before any panel you go to, like free signatures, if they have panels, then it might be worth it. But yo, that's a lot of money for what they're offering. Some of the ring, they're going to short circuit or they're going to cheap out the guests to have just regular passes Mm -hmm. and take away their experience. Yeah, or they're just conning people because conning for the con. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, conning people Um, out of like over four hundred seventy-five dollars because I can't see being worth it. Nah, honestly, I think if they had removed, if they removed that private area one, right, just got rid of that and made it like two fifty, I think it would have been a fair deal. I, 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 that. I would agree I, with that. Yeah. I would, I would two fifty would have been fine. Right. It's a hundred bucks. I'm saying after taxes, it's about a hundred bucks over the three day p- ticket. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you get to come in early. It's mm-hmm. fair. It's right. a standard early access thing. <sighs> nah, I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You you better I better be able to claim country roll on my taxes. Right. It's like, almost triple the price. <laughs> and here's the here's what I'm worried about. With social media being the way it is, having um, anime um, community in mainstream and in, in the front lines of what's considered pop culture, Sorry, a lot I of lied. these. What happened? I said it's almost triple depressed. It's triple depressed. <laughs> <laughs> the problem I'm having is is that a lot of these conventions is where all these content creators on TikTok and on on YouTube. And Instagram, this is where they meet up face to face. They take these cons and they make it into a meetup. So everybody who's been on social media interacting with each other, they make it as a group thing, right? This is where they get the hotel rooms together. This is where they get their Airbnbs together and they actually meet up in person and make it into like a retreat, an anime retreat, right? Now, a lot of that is going to discourage people. Just by all the BS that they're putting in, and I'm going to say BS, all of the BS that they're doing as far as like with the pricing and what they're offering, which doesn't add up at all. The math ain't mathing. So this is what's going to slow people down. New York is already a tourist attraction. You can't tell me that Anime NYC is missing meals. They are not because they were still mad people on Thursday where we went to go pick up the tickets there was mm-hmm. still mad people and th- I'm talking about 7 o'clock at night there were still crazy amount of people just to show their COVID vaccines uh, um, outside the line was going around the fucking block and you mean to tell me y'all not missing nothing y'all really not $5 for a bottle of water you got to be fucking kidding me they're not missing any fucking meals this is more harm than good this is more harm than anything in the community it's harm to the community but not harm to their pockets because just like comic con has kind of priced regular people out they don't care (laughs) because it's going to be full year after year 
You think so? I think so. I think a lot of people have money to burn and will come through for the tourist attraction that is Comic-Con or Anime NYC. It's just going to be this. Comic-Con and Anime NYC is two different things. Comic-Con has a more... It has more of a medium included into it and Crunchyroll is participating in Comic-Con NYC. We're just talking about anime in general. And it's the thing, anime is growing. (laughs) Not growing enough for me to put down four hundred. Not for you. But guess what? For somebody who only watching bare surface stuff, who's just like, you know, kind of a new age fan, not really into it, but kind of entertained. They're they're pulling up. New age fans are the ones that are complaining on my for you page. We're not talking about somebody like me and you that's well seasoned. We're talking about people that's like, oh nah, I just found this niche yesterday. You mean to tell me it's this amount just to get out there? Nah. Like it's it's re- it's not worth it. And my final take on this, I think it's gonna do more harm for the community, especially in NYC, to come together and actually just love. It's cheaper for me to just go to the after party, to be honest with I you. I mean, yeah. I mean, you said somebody already said that. <laughs> They'll see us all at the after parties. Nine times. Yeah. Like, I mean, honest. that's what happens in, in New York Comic Con. I know many people who just go to the after parties for that. We but did. you know, I think that's the key. The after yeah. Sometimes when these official events get too big for their britches, it's us grassroots ones, us little ones, the little meetups, the more minor cons that start to flourish more because we still exist. By the way, Black Robin has some pretty regular uh, anime karaoke parties. And it does sometimes when we're doing that feel like a mini con. Just that one night where a bunch of people are gathering, celebrating being nerds, showing off our own stuff. It's not the full cosplay thing. But I feel like as these anime NYC ones get bigger, it will only hit a certain limit because at some point people will realize, hey, this is wild. Let me put this event online for an anime meetup in Central Park instead. Forget anime NYC. We'll have this event. We'll have that event. It won't draw in 20,000 people, but maybe Mm -hmm. it'll draw in 50. Maybe that'll grow to 100. And that's how these smaller events Mm -hmm. do start. Yeah, like and I think was that us. will still be a key that saves it because you don't have to go to Anime NYC. There are other cons you can go to. For example, Philly Expo. It's not an anime con specifically, but it's a nerd in anime con. And they got anime. Um, yeah, they got some anime stuff. It's not 100%, but it's there and they got still have like a level of Yakuza about posters it. in the back. Oh, that yeah. was from oh, Philly you got Fan those Expo. There? So yeah, so you see those ones. There's like some, I'm sure, all over New York. I feel like every state has at least one or two like random niche comms that'll bring in a few hundred people. So people, I think, will ultimately just stop going to Anime NYC and discover, hey, there's like a pretty decent con over here at this time of year. Let me just try that one and see. I mean, Brooklyn Comic Con happens every year. They're growing. Yeah, they are growing. Um, Here's the thing. I just want to put this out there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do um participate to our karaoke party (laughs) great taste kudos to you um if there was ever a moment where you see the prices and the tickets go up understand this it's because the venue is bigger we're not bringing up ticket prices i feel like it's only necessary to bring up prices if the venue is totally different it's bigger and we're offering more i'm not saying the anime nyc is not offering more it just don't add up the math is not mathing so if you ever see us do a karaoke party and you're like you see a little five five dollar difference just understand it's because the venue is bigger well, or they charge us more or eventbrite is putting extra taxes on the shit because for us to use the eventbrite they are asking for us to be like hey um taxes do you want to add it now or later 
Either way, somebody paying us. So that's, <laughs> that's the only way. That's the only way. So um, that's our, any final thoughts on this? Are we good? We'll see how it goes this year. We will apply for press passes, and I'm darn sure never touching that $400 plus dollar tier. No, what? I, I could not justify that. My mouse couldn't even go near the box. I'm telling you. <laughs> I tried I'm a few times. You. It didn't happen. You're right. <laughs> I just see my mom's face like. <laughs> Turned into Clippy and was like, nah. I <laughs> like, I, I just felt it. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back after these important messages. So I have another announcement. Oh, gosh. This is going to be super, super duper, duper fire. This is especially for Brie. So, ladies and gentlemen, given <laughs> the anime that we all know and love is actually coming out with a movie, a sequel. Another one? Yes. Well, the first one hasn't dropped yet. So no, the, fir- did the first one drop? The movie? There's, yes. a, there's a oh, movie. Sorry, I, you're thinking was, Yuri on Ice? I was thinking Yuri on Ice. There it you is. said Bray, oh, that hurts. and I immediately went to Yuri on Ice. But, like, but more importantly, another given movie, I've been meaning to buy the manga because I know it continues past the mm-hmm. anime, but another, I'm a little worried because the first given movie was not good. It, did, it was... I, I would have to disagree. I enjoyed the given movie. Here's the dilemma. The dilemma is the given movie did what a lot of things do, kind of like Death Note halfway through. It hit its peak. <laughs> it hits me, and now it's like trying to give you more, and it's like I could give you another solid eight, but I can't do ten out of ten like hmm. again like that. Like, not the same way. I could give you another eight, maybe a nine, but he, we ain't reaching that moment where he hit the stage and sing from his soul. <laughs> I feel like I don't know the movie. I loved Given because it was so refreshing, and it's taken the character action interactions, and I love the side characters, but the movie. It was just so many BL cliches. I was rolling my eyes every five seconds. Like, overwhelming love triangles and rape cliches. It's like, oh, come on. Are you really doing this? I don't know. It just it just gave me a feel. Like, I don't know. It gave me goosebumps. The movie? Like, yeah. No, not the movie. The series. Oh, yeah. yeah. The series, incredible. The That's why I was saying I was disappointed by the first movie. Yeah, but so would you prefer a second season? I would definitely prefer a second season. They have enough material for a second season. I'd have to read the manga to see what's going on. Uh, Um, Because y'all know me. I'm the kind, like, if the 12 episodes is clean and I'm satisfied with the end, I say don't touch it. Like, Promise Neverland, I was fine at the end of season one. And I was right because season two was terrible. No, I don't mind it ending there. There are some shows that it stops and, like, (laughs) I feel like that's good. No, some shows I see and I want more because no. you left us on a cliffhanger. That's because you just decide that you don't care about the characters that much. No, I feel you did the not end care about Phil. Together, All right, not, like, how, wait, hold on. how could you care about <laughs> Phil? You no, left him in the farm. You no, left him in the farm. You just said, "Yeah, they got away." Oh well, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, I mean, Phil. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like Bree. I think if um. Here's the thing. When it comes to um, um, Promise Neverland, Bree doesn't like anything happening to kids. So I get that. She has an issue with kids being eaten. I get it. She she It's fine where it's left off. But for people who are deeply invested that want to see what's happening, um, where season one left off, it was good. But it left me wanting more, which left me to read the manga, yeah. which left me to anticipate season two, which left me disappointed. 
Look. Yeah, go ahead. The, the show ends where the arc ends, which is a proper ending to an arc. That's how mm-hmm. that's how arcs work. All right, Mob Psycho season one could end right there, and I'd be fine because the arc is over. Yeah, but you know that also takes. You also got to take into consideration the director who's doing the anime doesn't necessarily have to follow how it maps out in the manga. So when it does happen, when it does happen, it's very refreshing. It's very refreshing. Now, this is what I wanted to ask Brie with the whole given thing. Let's just go back to that. Now, my biggest concern, my biggest question is with BL being so big, it, it was always big. It was always big. The, the Fujoshis are alive and well. They, they are big. By seventh grade, every Fujoshi that I know already had three fan fictions that they got in works that they probably don't want to come out in the light. <laughs> they've, been slowly, they've been slowly in this in, in TikTok, and I'm like, oh, shit. So it's, it's thriving. It's, they even have a con for you guys. So my thing is, is... Why do you feel like they're not navigating more into this genre? BL is a genre. In terms of anime? Yeah. Anime and movie. Yes, BL is a genre. So why is it they're not attacking this and really... Because there's money to be had in this. There's money to be had, I think. Yeah, there's a few things going on with why I don't think we're seeing as many. Because you're getting a few of the stories. But BL as a genre... uh, there's a lot of things to cover, but first of all, that would be, you think it's big, it's very noticeable. We're a very noticeable group, especially because people love to hate us, like the Fujos. People love to like not like Fujoshis and BL and say a lot of stuff. What are Fujos? Oh, I think Fujo is short for Fujoshi. That is not a word. I'm just lazy. Um, I like that. Okay, get that patent. Yeah, the Fujoshi, Fudanchi, Fujins. Okay. Um, we, although we're very noticeable, like everyone knows about it, the actual demographic is still relatively niche. Because, like, look at how many shoujo are out there. And then it is a genre within a genre. Within shoujo, it's an even smaller cut that's watching BL. There's a lot of numbers for us, but it's not the numbers that are pulling in mainstream battle shonen or even close. So, again. Oh, really? Uh, I can see yeah. that. You, really? See that. Yeah, yeah, because not only do you have to you be an anime fan, you have to be an yet. anime romance <laughs> fan. You have to be an anime romance BL fan. So we're and, very noticeable and we're a tight-knit community. But I don't know if the numbers are that large. The other thing is, if they are, every Fujoshi likes her material in a certain way. Like for me, I normally don't like BL anime. Like Given was absolutely amazing. I know Banana Fish is a uh, is good. I haven't seen it because I know it's sad. Yuria Nice is amazing, exactly. but some of these things feel weird when they go into anime form. Like the really cute, innocent hand holding ones are good. Why is but that? I think a part of it is like not all BL, but a good amount of BL does have sexual content. And reading something sexual versus like listening to oh, two anime it. characters moaning at That's each other good. is different. Yeah. It goes and they don't want to be exposed to- like that. <laughs> That's really what it comes Not down just to. Exposed. It's like, oh, yo, you but just, it's you like just the difference of watching. <laughs> you gonna let everybody know this is what I was reading on the train on the right. Wi Fi? Right. <laughs> BL has an amazing blend of sexual content 
and actual plot storyline in a way that I haven't really seen that much in other things. Like, I feel like most of the time, if anime is going to get explicit, it's practically just hentai and the storyline falls. Like, I can't think of that many anime that can go, like, serious explicit while also maintaining, like, the storyline throughout. So uh, you're probably going to cut one element or another. I said anime, that's a manga. Oh, if yeah, that becomes right. an anime, do you think they'll do the content justice of I having think, the creepy psychological and the sexy scenes? I, I think can't. the sexy is just going to overtake it. Exactly. But not on purpose. I just yeah, think it, it's just that's what's going to happen. Exactly. So it'll feel it. more like <laughs> a hentai. I almost have the same issue interspecies reviewers did, where it can be a great story, but most sites wouldn't have it showing because a lot of it might be too explicit. So you either yeah, cut out a lot right. of the story and then it's mostly explicit, but it's dumb. That's what happened to Twittering Birds Never Fly. An amazing Yakuza <laughs> story. But in the anime, they oh, only left the sex scenes, so it was kind of dumb. There'd be a little bit of dialogue, yeah, and then they start sucking up. dicks. And not even in a good way, because it was still kind of censored, so it wasn't even properly hentai graphic. So it was lacking. It was the same thing I complain about with um, um, Titan's Bride, where they cut out the story. It's a bit of a cliche story, but it's a decent isekai. That they cut out so it's only the sex scenes, so you lose most of the story and it's kind of cheap. So a lot of times I don't know if the anime can really balance that. Not all BL are like sexually explicit, but the sexual aspect or romance aspect can be pretty prevalent in a lot of ones. So it can be hard to change them into anime while still balancing that and having an audience for it. Especially in the way that, like, I don't know, like, hentai and super explicit straight ones, do you get that platform? Like, you get Preds in school that has some pretty heavy implications. It could just be that, and this is a wild guess and assumption on my part, that they just haven't had, like, actual fans directing it. So it's just somebody got assigned a BL to, like, make an anime for and they were like yeah but you can all right, say all sexy of them times. It, but i mean you see that in like asikai where they actually care you saw jobless reincarnation they cared about that project mm-hmm. we know what isekai looks like when they don't care you know you right. get in another world with my cell phone you get uh death's um marching death's rhapsody you know like shows y'all never heard of because i'm watching all the isekai don't understand mm-hmm. That's that's but that's me. But I understand, like, yo, some of these could have done really well. Hell, Brie is now reading Shadow and Eminence. Hates oh, I the love anime. it, it's amazing. Hates the anime. <laughs> I can't stand that. I'm more offended at the anime having read it than before. But again, that's not to say that none have worked because you do see a lot of the more slice of lifey BL getting out. You saw Sasaki and Miyano did decently well, not a huge boom, but it did decently well. Uh, but I feel like that's mainly the fans of the seri- of the manga coming through and rather than it drawing in new fans necessarily. You see things like Love Stage and Hitori Jimmy My Hero and those spinoffs. And those are up. There have been BL anime. But I feel like the only ones that have really like succeeded massively, we can pretty much name on one hand. There's Yuri on Ice, Given... Um, the, what does one I just say? Banana fish. And then the two Chinese ones that have done it really well. Um, demonic cultivation. Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation. Oh my god, I'm so ashamed. And um, Heaven Official's Blessing. I'd say those are the major five successful BL anime slash donghua. But his- even those were like heavily censored for the last two for the Chinese ones because the romance was entirely removed from the plot. Instead, they just have, like, intense bro-ship and stare into each other's eyes, but in a no-homo way. 
<laughs> it is wild. Here's the problem, right? That personally, if you want to take away the physical contact, the sex and shit like that, um, I think because I think when people think about the the alphabet mafia, the LGBTQ plus, the first thing they think about is sex, the sexual preferences, right? And that's the problem. That's why it's so heavenly so focused on the sexy time which is fine because i love the sexy time too but here's here's what i love about bl it faces new not new but it faces more uh, um struggles than a heterosexual relationship you have a struggle where coming out you have a struggle of really accepting yourself when society is against you. Not more so, it's not like it's not in a hetero relationship, but it's more social. It's more social of prejudice that happens when it comes to like a hetero uh, relationship when it comes to romance. Like, okay, maybe I'm not of the same class so this nigga don't like me or maybe I'm not of the same color this dude don't like me or uh, shorty don't like me or her family might not like me or accept me. But when it comes to LGBTQ, woo, it's about yourself per se, the protagonist finding themselves. That's another thing I wanted to tap on that I wanted to see in anime being done well, right? We don't really get that a lot in that type of aspect. But, but I would hesitate against that because you don't really get that in BL either. Something I will always firmly say, and I'm happy to explain more, is BL is not the same as LGBTQ. Because the main difference in BL is that BL, even though it's about like two male characters falling in love in romantic situations, is primarily a genre that was made by women for women. It's like lesbian porn. Not. Has I nothing mean, to do with lesbian. Kind of. It's all about men. Kind of. Well, similar porn. to that. Like, not an exact metaphor, but you know how like guys love to watch girl on girl stuff? Yeah, but I feel that's I almost <laughs> similar to girls. It's very different. Don't like perfectly map out on, but just like you wouldn't say a guy watching girl on girl stuff is a man supporting like lesbian art form yeah. because that content was not made for them in the same way that BL is generally not made by gay men for a gay male audience. So it's not meant to explore their actual experiences or represent them in any way. But that means like those I things have been like shifted. So it is like this kind of weird middle ground because mm. it is gay and it gets more lgbtq depending on who's making it and those two things have been blending but for the most part it is not represent representative of an actual like gay man's experience having bl but why not now though especially when we're why not now because because bl still has a service about as far as um pronouns and we're really sitting here having discussions about what a person is and what they are self-proclaiming. Like, exactly. And, L and BL is a huge help for that. That's why I say it's exactly. not exactly LGBTQ literature or like art form, but it is massively helpful for a lot of people and a lot of anime fans and manga fans who did have that experience growing up where they're not sure of their sexualities or they are darn sure of their sexualities because BL is probably the largest collection of at the least not straight romance stories, not straight romance anime, not straight romance manga. Because no matter what, although it's not necessarily LGBTQ, it's not straight either. And the fact that it's not straight allows a lot of people with those gay queer experiences to enjoy the media. 
And it also allows a lot of women to enjoy the media in the way that straight stuff doesn't. Sorry, my camera's glitching. Can y'all see that? No. Can y'all still hear me? No. Okay, great. Because I do want to explain why I mean by that. And that women, women have had it rough throughout history, period. And one thing that's always been a problem is women having, like, any sexual interest. Like, women and sex has always been a thing. It's like, either you're a slut or you're a prude or this or that. There's a lot of expectations placed around women and romantic relationships, women and sex and all that. So one thing you notice is in societies that are relatively repressive towards women and romance and women's sexualities, you start to see more things like BL coming out. Because when the characters are not women, a person who's reading it can get that kind of escapist feeling. Just like how isekai's like fantasy escapism, you can go into a world where everything is great. In BL, a person who's reading it can go into a world where people can fall in love, have romance and sex, and not get pregnant without the slut shaming of being a woman, and not get pregnant. I remember you and not get pregnant unless that's part of the story. They only get pregnant if they decide this is a world that allows people to get pregnant. Specifically, men. Exactly. Exactly. So this is a world where two guys can fuck, and who knows which one will end up pregnant in the end. I don't know. I'm just that kind of thing. So that way, it does have a huge appeal to women, and it will continue to do so. As long as women have stigmatized around their sexuality. Again, the same thing like a guy bangs 10 women in a weekend, he gets a high five. A woman bangs 10 guys in a weekend, she's told she should go see a doctor. I mean, I both, mean they both should go see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you both right, really need to like, go see a doctor. General, I, we you know, know what you mean, but let's be honest, yeah. everyone yeah. needs to go see a doctor. Well, as Thank long you. as there's like repression and any kind of unbalance, BL is a wonderful kind of escapist fantasy world that women have created to escape being women. At the same time, it's this wonderful fantasy world where people of LGBTQ experience, trans, gay, lesbian, asexual, intersex, um, no preferred gender, can all go into. Because for once, it's not the cliche boy meets girl. Oh, no, they're annoyed with each other, but they slowly fall in love. But you do understand it's mostly women that control, like, where the coins go in the anime community. I'm going to say this. The reason I feel that way is because women are the ones that are coming out there more than the males when it comes to cosplay, when it comes to putting in money for uh, um, anime merch. When it comes to purchasing books, and I think books, maybe even still yes. purchasing manga at the very least. Yes. Women are still the, pri- the predominant special. physical book buyers. I am yes. doing what I can. <laughs> To level the playing field, damn it. Harder. I am. <laughs> I bought more books today. You only got two bookshelves. Do better, Derby. Well, that's, Do better. That's, that's just because I actually have multiple bookshelves. So, like, this is full. That's <laughs> 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 full. But no, nah, you're right. You're right. My walls ain't full. I Thank agree. You. Thank <laughs> you. Thank hey, you. I'm doing what I can. <laughs> I, I mean, if you look at the numbers, they don't lie. I, they're saying that women are the ones that are really dishing in the... You see male fans. I'm not saying they're not out there, but it's women that are really putting in the dollars and the coins. And not only that, they're putting it in shonen and they're putting it into other genres. Not sure. shonen per se, battle shonen, I would say. And other genres, which, which, which is making anime flourish. So why is it that we can't have these things? 
especially if it's women that are creating the BL atmosphere and making sure that fan fiction needs to be available for everybody. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I'm still on the hunt looking for Breeze fan fiction and I will find it. But I, no, I just, it's too I, hard to I, lock my account and everyone will be sad. <laughs> but but you're right. I, I'm already sad. I'm trying to think, do I want to see more? I know me personally, I don't like most BL anime if it has explicit content because as soon as they start the moaning, I'm like, nope, turn it off, shut it down, gotta say, go. No, it's just exposing them. <laughs> they feel exposed. How no, dare some people, you? In fact, watch some people love even the audio dramas, which it just goes into their ear. I respect that to each. Enjoy yeah. it the way you want to enjoy and it. I feel like, but um, I, I don't know if I really see any anime that can balance the romantic and the sexual aspect, like while still providing full storyline. Like you said, the girlfriend. closest is interspecies, and it was a comedy anyway. But here's the problem I have too. We need to stop being loose with the word BL. This is another problem I have too. I feel like when two men do get together. And it's a bromance. We're so quick because we're so horny for it because there's no avenue for it that's really pushing it out there. If we were seeing BL done properly in regular spaces in, re in the anime community, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about, oh, skate the infinity. Yes. Yes. Because I feel like. You, I don't you know think that's I mean? a BL. I, no, I, that's I, her, I think that's her argument. That's yeah. what it is. It's not, but people are playing. They're 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 like, oh, you're playing with me. You're teasing me. And and here's the thing. I feel there'll be a lot less toxicity, male toxicity, masculine toxicity in the world if we showed more bromances being natural, being okay in anime. Like I'm like 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 banana fish. The main protagonist, the his interest right didn't really see anything as far as like romance and in, in, in wait 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 we gotta pull that banana fish is gay i i remember that being very gay they yeah they say gay we see gay we say gay i yeah, mean was, i'm pretty sure that one an, if it looks like a duck situation yeah but you know what i don't think um but not everything is yes yeah, yeah. not everything is but, the, but technically naruto and sasuke it's not Stop. it's not <laughs> you know, that's, that's what i'm saying Stop. it's not bl we can all like look a little to the side and say like yeah but they would make a cute couple but that's a different thing they, than they, would. they <laughs> would but but my thing is is like not everything has to be like like i feel like if we had more stories where men were okay with just being men and just showing each other love in that way like no yeah. sports anime does it Sports is different because for whatever reason different. it doesn't count. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't. Like it's a normal it's not gay, thing. There's some extra balls between us. Exactly. I don't know why. <laughs> Yo, I don't know why. It's one of the gayest expressions, but somehow. <laughs> like, yeah, you it's go not. into the locker room and y'all smack each other on the ass. Like, what? Not but somehow it's fine. It's <laughs> like, I feel obligated. I feel obligated to be cool with you because I know for a fact when we get out there, you're the person that has to block the niggas that's coming after me. So it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Blue lock. Okay. Um, but I just, I just feel like if it was more, if it was normalized, it would, it, I think um, we wouldn't have assholes buying mics and putting a podcast saying why women should be involved in the anime community. Because right. anything for guys Wait, say I blame it, it on the toxic masculinity. No, go back. 
No, I'm just saying you can't stop them. Like Amazon. No, no, not you, Derby. Bree said something that I want to get on on tape. What'd you say, Bree? I don't know what I said. What did you hear me say? You said you are absolutely right. I just wanted to keep it on my head. Forget you. Forget you. But what I mean is, like, it's the toxic masculine. Because I asked Derby the other day, has he ever, like, held out his food or held out an ice cream comb for a homie to lick or take a bite? Wild. Because <laughs> all the time when I'm with my friends, well, mostly pre-pandemic, because, you know, now everyone's a little worried about germs and COVID. And we're sharing food, and it's like, oh, that looks good. Here, do you want a bite? Or you've got some, like, yeah, do you want some? You will hold it out, and then they'll go, like, oh, um, yum. Wait, wait, and wait, wait. Like that. Is that not normal? No, 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 to be fair, no, 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 to be fair, Derby lets you know when we all eat, Derby's like, I am not sharing. So whatever. Okay, assuming this want. is a world where you share or if it's someone you're willing to share with. I'm the same with. way too. I'm the same way. But yeah, if you like have some and your female homie wants a bite, you hold it out and they go, hmm, thanks. Patty, you what? do this? No, I mean, it depends on the meal. That's not what I asked. No, not <laughs> if you're willing to share, but if you are willing to share. Like, are yeah, they expected to pick sure. up the poker stone, or would you like hold it out for them and they'd go and take a bite? Not only will I hold it out for them, I'll even do this and pull it back so you can come closer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, girls do that all the time, and no girls do all the time. Look, no, <laughs> I, I, I honestly would even find it strange if gay dudes did it. <laughs> It'd be like, hey, whoa, <laughs> 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 y'all are mad. <laughs> No chocolate covered <laughs> banana for your pal to take a nibble. Yeah. Like somehow mm. Brie found like my the one part of my body that's like I, I can't I can't be that new age. <laughs> this is I my boomer you. moment where it's like nah. That's the limits <laughs> of your wokeism. <laughs> that's your wokeism. That is. But no, no. The so there's a lot of things that just guys won't do. So any action would be just like immediately considered sus for guys to do in the way that like mm. girls we don't have that problem we can do pretty much whatever we want we can make out with our friends and it still could be considered a little straight if it's just for funsies it's because we there's not enough bl out there i'm telling you right now <laughs> and if there was more if there was more would that make it easier for guys to hug each other not just bl i think if we had more stories where it's okay to love your friend yeah like, i mean it would. We saw what happened with uh, the whole photo shoot with Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan. Like yeah. <laughs> a lot of the internet went crazy because two and dudes gave each other a hug, and I was like, I, I, "Yo, when I saw a good hug, uh, that's not even yo, a good hug." I was listening to the podcast, and when I was listening to it, the way people online were angry about it, I'm like, "Yo, they have to be damn near kissing." Like, is the only way this would kind of make sense? <laughs> That <laughs> you're confused, but I see the. I'm like, yo, what? They have their clothes on. Like, what is happening here? <laughs> the only reason me I would be upset is because it's not me. That's the only thing. That's the only. <laughs> thing. But I, I I find it so weird that it was just a photo shoot and it was just an arm around the shoulder. Right, that's, that's it. So that's much. it. That I was going online after he hearing about it. I tried him? to find the picture. I'm like, I don't see the picture. Yo, that's all the controversy. If he was like, feeding that him. I'd be what? like, I'd be on the internet side a little. I'd be like, yo, you can't just feed a man like that. Like, see, no, no, no. I see BTS do more than just feed each other. That's like, different. That's no different. More. When it comes it's to the K-pop industry, that's a little something called gay for pay, where they realize that um, having their having um, the members of the band interact with each other gotcha. drives the fangirls into hyperdrive and they scream louder and spend more money. 
It does for me because the way my <laughs> right, that, that's why they do it. I can't remember what the exact works. name for it is in like Korean or whatever, but it's pretty much gay for pay. They know like going like ooh, as long as it is fake. If like two of them actually tried to come out, you know they would get ripped down from the stage, tossed in the burning fire. Yeah, the fantasy is not a fantasy. But as long as it is fake, mm-hmm. the fangirls go crazy for seeing them all close and hugging. But that's fucked up because you see Jonathan Ma- was Majors and, Majors and and Michael B and Michael B Jordan. Now every single interview they go, every single platform that they go on with these interviews, the first thing they talk about is toxic masculinity. And I'm not saying that the conversation doesn't it does need to be had, but why is it so focused on them just for a fucking picture? You know what I mean? Like yeah. And there's so much other things that they could talk about instead of just saying, hey, do you think it's okay for, 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 like, he has to justify him putting his arm around Michael B. Jordan's neck. Like, I've, I've, we've been doing this movie for a year straight. I'd be a little concerned if I can't put my arm around you. Yeah. See you more than I see my family. <laughs> we are close. God damn it. Yeah. Not to, me- not to mention, like, I think um, Michael B. Jordan is also co-director, co-producer. If it wasn't for you, I would not be eating. So let me, the least I could do is put my arm around your ass. The way I want to, thank you, nigga. You got me on the bill. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? So, and then top it off, shit. You saw that photo shoot? He did one where he looked like Dolph Flamingo. Oh, we love that one. (laughs) His arm around me. And you know what? The photographer, the person who did the photo shoot specifically brought that um, fur coat and the glasses out on purpose to have him look like Doflamingo because he was a one-piece queen. Like, yo, it was wild because, yo, I saw the photo and I saw people, like, complaining, like, yo, this is what men look like. I'm like, Doflamingo? Like, Doflamingo? That's a manly dude. What you talking about? Like, I was so confused by why people were mad at this particular I'm like, you don't know the reference. But that video is not Like, Dofi is the manliest man that's ever man. All day long. (laughs) The most toxic man all day long. (laughs) And and the director of that photo shoot, he he made a TikTok saying that this is where I got the reference from because I'm a big One Piece fan. But Apparently that video is not going in rounds, or maybe because it's just in the anime community that we know that this nigga said that. Like, okay, I didn't even need uh, to hear him say it. I knew what he went oh, for. Oh, I know it hands <laughs> like, down. Hands down. No flamingo. <laughs> Come on Yo, now. Make Come on. Do the hand gesture for the birdcage. Like, let's do. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I I need I need to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> if he had to laugh, brother. <laughs> Brother, it'd be a rap. It'd be a rap. I just need his foot to go out and somebody dressed in Luffy stopping the foot for going to Law's body. I'm sorry. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. So um that's it for that one. Um one more thing I wanna make a wait, you got a final thought for the for the um just in general, something you can help settle for us. Since at this Mm -hmm. point this is practically like half of it is a love episode. Mm Mm-hmm. So me and Derby were watching Kimi ni Todoke, and it brought up an interesting question about dibs. <laughs> so I-, I need you to settle this for us, Patty. If you have a friend who calls mm-hmm. dibs on someone, it doesn't have to be like in a oh, dibs, like, but expresses to you they are interested in someone. Under I'm what conditions are you allowed to pursue that person? Um. Okay, let's 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 put it like this. If you see somebody. And you call dibs first. I'm 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 just gonna um, bow out gracefully. I, yeah, I'm gonna bow out gracefully. 
I am. I am. For how long? Um, no, there's no, no, no. Thank you. What? Thank you. <laughs> that was the core of it. I was at, maybe it's a guy versus a girl difference, but I was explaining to Dirt because at one point in Kimini Todoke, guys, it's one of the sweetest shoujos. Like, that's a classic, adorable shoujo. So at one point, our innocent main character girl, who clearly has a crush on this guy, she makes this friend. The friend's a bitch, but she doesn't know that yet because it's the kind of, like, fake bitch that pretends she's nice. So fake bitch comes up to her saying, oh, you know what? I like this guy. Mm -hmm. So our, like, main character is in a bit of a crisis now because she thinks her best friend is interested in the guy that she's she not also likes. Not her best friend. Right. Not so her that's best why I was saying, not best friend, a friend of hers, a what she thinks is a decent friend because she's precious and very sweet and thinks the world is yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. So I was explaining to Derby that, like, yeah, how that was a gauntlet thrown down moment. Mm -hmm. Like, in girl code, by pers like by the other chick declaring, hey, she likes that guy, this means, like, roadblocked, you're done don't approach and derby was thinking like no. so that means there's a countdown now that girl has seven days to ask him out or he's free game again and i was but like what but you I got mean, a time <laughs> you got a time so I'm like patty i feel like for your situation of you saying no it's because you're thinking it's a stranger you met at a bar mm -hmm. like, this is somebody we just kind of saw i'm saying this is somebody you're both crushing on but one friend called dibs first i'm sorry there is a time limit I will give you the um, shot to not go just for call it first. dibs first, but announces their interests first. So at this point, neither side knows they're both crushing, but one friend happens to say it and put it out in the air first. It's not like we both know we're both in love. It's that, hey, by the way, I'm telling you as my friend, I like this guy. So that's the first time either of you have aired your feelings to the other. I mean, if um if she says it first, here's the thing. It gets very uncomfortable if she if I know that this person likes the guy that I'm trying to pursue. And what happens if I get him? Now, I can't even have my friend around because it's going to be awkward. I don't what know I mean. if she's really going to be for me or she's silently rooting for us to break up. Or, you, you know what I mean? It's an awkward situation. Me, personally, I can't enjoy the relationship that I'm going to be pursuing with this guy knowing because you know if i want him i'm gonna get him if, <laughs> yeah. if, I'm, if i get when i get him and then i have my friend that told me she was feeling him too it's just it's just not worth it i won't be able to enjoy any of their companies right no matter what you gotta burn a bridge as soon as it's aired yes. you gotta burn a bridge even if they're the ex i was thinking the only case is it's after the person gets over them if they relinquish their dibs it could be like 10 days later it could be 10 years later but you gotta wait for them to relinquish their dibs and open up even their ex for you nah, to do. I said an ex I is a very different ex. conversation. Right, I also ex wouldn't do ex, but ex if you're like head over heels, you cannot get over their ex. You just no, love them on, to death. No, You can ask your friend for permission table. to go after their ex. The and ex only if she table. grants permission can you do that. I agree mm -hmm. that the ex is off the table. Oh, you agree ex is off the table? Yeah, but I agree with Nah, dibs are forever until they relinquish it. Nah, nah, it's not forever. Month, max. Yeah, if a month has passed and you ain't make no move, you do not like this person. No, no that that's a bridge burner. Like that is a bridge burner. If you no, after no, someone no, no. I said I liked, I don't care how long. If you try to scoop in front of me, no, that's a bridge burner. All right, let me let me say this. Let me say this. Well, how many dibs can this person have? Wait, wait, can wait. They wait, have a hundred? Can they just claim dibs on every single dude they make? Yeah, we got to talk about this as friends. But let me just say this. If you tell me you like somebody, just off of the, frank, just off of the fact that you said you like this person, I'm not even going to pursue that person because I know you like that person. You know how uncomfortable that is, especially but if I love this, my friend? But we're and talking about a situation where you also like this person. Yeah, you, know, you didn't say it. The other people said it first. No. 
This is my friend though. This is my friend. I've known my friend longer than I like this person. Because if this person is is, is in is, this particular situation, no, she has not. Don't worry about the Kavini Toto K one. Don't know about the Kavini Toto K one. Right now we're talking about in general. In general. Oh, right. I, I yeah. couldn't I couldn't have peace in my mind knowing that I'm with somebody that my friend said she liked. Like that, I, I feel some way that I betrayed that person because she told me she liked, even if she's not going for him, knowing that she liked this nigga, I'm not going to pursue it. Okay, so yeah. it's a question of how long you've known this friend. Because if you've known What's this friend for a week. Nah, if this is a week, bitch, I'll, uh, nigga, uh, no. But if it's a friend, <laughs> it's But fun. yeah, if this is a lifelong friend, things change. The math changes. Yeah, but if it's a friend that I know for a fact, say for instance, you, you Determine the level of friend, what, what that level is a friend. If I know that, hey, listen, you're going to be the godmother or, 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 or godfather to my kid, can't do it. If I could call you up and be like, hey, I got an extra ticket to these fucking anime NYC niggas and I want you to come to the con with me, that's $500 plus. I will, you could call dibs and I will respect that because that's a lot of things I'm doing for you, me based on what I'm willing to sacrifice. Yeah. But it depends. If you're my friend, friend, like I call you my friend, you've been to my house. Yes, that's a problem. I'm not going to pursue somebody. Now, if you're just my friend, you've never been to my crib. I call you like every now and then and you tell me, oh, you like this nigga, tough titty, bitch, because I <laughs> want him to. Two. Whoever gets to sit on his face first, that's the one. Who <laughs> that is it. That is it. That is it. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. May the best bitch win. <laughs> that, is that is the only response. If you don't respond, may the best bitch win. The second yes. they try to throw down a okay. W, you wait too late. Even a day later, yes. it's too late. You have okay. to decide but, on the okay. spot. Is it so, battle of the bitches? Mm -hmm. Or am I gonna like okay? Back I ain't up. gonna repeat that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so I I, I could concede. I could concede if it's a lifelong friend, the dibs last basically as long as you've known them. Which guess what will be a never ending clock because you're gonna keep knowing them, <laughs> and that's fine. But if it's like a year or less, a year or less, six months or less, this is a friend. Nah. This is not somebody you like hang out with all the time. This is six months. You've probably gone to like dinner once or twice. And then you yeah, meet up at work. Even then, nah. nah yeah. I, right. I, I feel like if I've known you for like at least a month. Yeah, I can't enjoy my relationship nah. being around this person. My relationship is supposed to be my, my, my peace. I'm supposed to be able to have fun. I'm supposed to not feel no type of way bringing this person around anything or anybody. If I'm going to feel some type of way bringing my person, my significant other around a friend, no, I'm not. And not to mention, who knows? This bitch might be a hoe. I could bring them, I could have them two together and I can't trust neither one of them. Why? Because this bitch willing to go fuck this nigga behind. Mm. And then what's, gonna, what's she going to say? Bitch, I told you dibs first. Oh, shit. She did. You know, that's why the that's dirtiest shoujo, <laughs> not but, that dirty, but like would, the shoujo that gets the messiest is always when one of them calls the dibs and the right. friend comes around knowing you, I like that guy, mm -hmm. and you go out with him. Right. Oh, it's that's juicy. the best K dramas, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's the best K. I'm watching one now that's like that. Um, What's it called? My Beauty ID card. I'll have it in the bottom. Let you guys know it's it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the K drama trip right now, and it's it's phenomenal. Um, oh, there's honorable mention real quick. There is a manga. It's 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 a how you what you call a girl on girl manga? Yuri. Yuri. 
is a yuri, right? So basically, it's uh, it's called she cooks, she eats. Yeah, I saw the first. I bought the first uh, volume. Well, you'll be happy to know there is a K drama. Oh, I might oh, enjoy yes. the K drama more because I was a little annoyed reading because she eats too fast. Oh, really? It takes like massive bites each time. I'm like, nah, That's chew your food. Don't just swallow. That's the problem because their whole interaction <laughs> it comes with food. That's their love language, and I can't have you come fast. We heard it. <laughs> You know, so so that's that's a little worried for me, but that's on my K drama list. And another yes. thing, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on our Discord, I will have a chat of best K dramas, and the best K drama down down right now that's number one yeah. in the K drama <laughs> list is the second part of Glory. It is number wow. one all of Glory. on the Netflix um top twenty. It's number one, yeah. like. It's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't hop on it, hop on it now. The Glory on Netflix is the best K-drama you will ever see. It's like drinking a Coke or a Pepsi and afterwards you say, ah. It is, <laughs> it, is it hits the spot. It's the best revenge story I've ever heard in a long, I've ever yeah, seen yeah, in a long time. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, I Let me tell you something. We... We're at the last two episodes and I called Brie and Derby and I was like, wait, I asked them where they was at. Brie told me where she was at. Derby told me where they was at. And then I sat there and I was like, okay, hold on. And I had to pause for a minute because I was doing something. And then my phone rang and it was Derby and I was like, oh, nah, this nigga finished. Let me finish this last episode and then I'll call him back. That's how good it was. And I was worried about the ending of the first part because I was Yo. like, they look like it's dragging. But when I tell you, Yo, I'm so glad I waited. Ran. I was like, uh, okay, I warmed up. Whew. Let's go. Go. Let's go. And be careful because it's not one of those shows that you could be like, I'll come back to it when you start the second part. Nah. Oh, no. I saw the sun come up on this bitch. Oh, that's good. That. That's good. That. Mm hmm. Get ready. Get ready. Start from Friday night. Yeah, that, that's, the, Friday that's night. the best move. Yep. Get all your Friday snacks night. ready. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Let motherfuckers <laughs> know you are in for the weekend. Do not call me. <laughs> and that's it. Because the way this show hits, yes, K-dramas don't get... We, we don't show them enough, enough love. And that's why you should go on our Discord. I'm definitely going to put a chat uh, for K-dramas, C-dramas, um, all the dramas. That's Asian. I love them. They put so much effort into their shit, and it's amazing. There's good, some good titles. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to talk about real quick. I know we're running on on a rant here, but um, DreamCon. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce that we are going to be at DreamCon. We are going to be at DreamCon this year, and we are happy to announce that we can't wait to see you guys, too. So, we're going to be there. And um, thank you. Um, in advance, if you pop up and you see us and, and, and you be like, Hey, Black Robin, um, kudos if you wear one of our merch. If you wear one of our merch to DreamCon and we see you, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Daddy will cry. I, you know, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry like a bitch. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. Um, and, um, what else? There's another announcement. Oh, yes. And we'll let you guys, um, know when our next karaoke party would be happening it should be in may and the further the closer we get to the date we'll definitely let you guys know when and um is there any final thoughts you guys have on this episode haha <laughs> episode haha <laughs> oh we did do an episode yes we did yes we did 
Uh, try to read some BL. It's great. Read more isekai, <laughs> always. Oh, in, yeah. In all situations. Watch The Glory. Oh, yeah, definitely do that. Oh, watch the glory. And then watch Vincenzo. And, and watch, watch Vincenzo. Again. <laughs> not that. I taxi, ladies and gentlemen. I taxi. <laughs> I've always said I taxi. Um, so don't forget to go on our link tree. We have the latest episode on our link tree. Link tree, uh, shout out to Link Tree, because <laughs> the way they updated their app and everything else, our latest episode is right there at the touch of your fingertips. Our merch is available. Shout out to everybody that bought our merch. Thank you so much. We got mugs, hats, everything. Um, get connected to us on our Discord. And um, we love to hear your thoughts on what you're watching, what you're reading, and what you want us to talk about on the show. And um, yeah, I think we cover everything except for one more thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a Patreon. If you want to make sure that we're able to put out content on a regular basis, definitely go to our Patreon and um, be great support. Be great help to us because, um, yeah, we need it with, with these prices, with these con tickets. Yeah, we need them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah we would love to hear from you and um don't forget when you go on our link tree there is a, a part where it's ask black ramen if you want to connect with us and ask us a question and we'll read it on the show just hit the link hit ask black ramen just leave your name and your info on there um whatever you want us to call you by and uh we'll shout you out and um i think that's everything we got covered yeah. is there anything else nah good night um, everyone nah.